The CNMI runoff election pitting incumbent Governor Ralph D.L.G. Torres of the Republican Party against the Independent Coalition of Lieutenant Governor Arnold Palacios has been set for November the 25th. The Commonwealth Election Commission also said that Palacios will be number one on the runoff election ballot, while Torres will be number two. Torres of the Republican Party topped the general elections but failed to gain a majority share of the votes cast on the 8th of November, paving the way for a runoff race against Palacios of the Unified Independent Team. I spoke with our CNMI correspondent Mark Rabago last week about the lead-up to the election and the challenges experienced on the day. So um, we had an election last Tuesday and was the longest count um, started at 7, I think it ended like 4 p.m. the next day. There were some problems with uh, invalid ballots, missing keys. They had to use a bolt cutter to open, I think, a couple of ballot boxes. There were a lot of debates on what votes are acceptable and are not. Uh, But at the end of the day, um, we got results. So the results were for the governor tutorial elections was Torres won, but since he didn't get 50% or more of the votes, there will be a runoff between him and the runner-up for the elections, which is, coincidentally, his lieutenant governor, Arnold I. Palacios. Uh, So the two uh, will have a runoff two weeks from now, or when they validate the results of the November 8th elections today, which the common election said they will do. And two weeks from now, they will be figuring in a runoff election. So immediately after, the day after results were out, the third placer for the elections, which is the Democratic Party's Tina Sablan and her running mate, Lila Stafter, uh, immediately threw support and endorsed uh, Arnold Palacios for the gubernatorial runoff elections. So it's a quite daunting task for Torres to, to remain in power, to get a second term because simple math, he had like 42% of the vote and then the rest, the 58% split between Palacios and Tina Sablan. So he has a lot of uh, campaigning to do, but he's sway in uh, some of the supporters of Tina and some of the supporters, disgruntled supporters of Palacios to vote him, plus try to encourage or entice those who did not register for the November 8th elections to register this time for the runoff so he could get a, a victory in the runoff elections. This is effectively his, his right-hand man, right? That he's that he's yes. having a runoff against? How did that happen? Well, Torres said that uh, basically that Palacios couldn't run anymore because health-wise he has some issues. And I think Palacios took offense to that. So like a year before the elections... He made up his mind to run as an independent against supposedly his ally, his governor. And that's why this came about. Um, Torres was wanted to run uh, in a very youthful and promising ta- tandem with Senator Vinny Sablan. And Palacios picked a very popular uh, mayor in Mayor um, David Apatang, who I think also swayed a lot of voters because he's quite popular on the island of Saipan. He did a lot of things for Saipan. So I think that also contributed to uh, Palacios' strong showing uh, in the November 8th elections. Now, now, Torres has come through quite a rocky patch coming into this, hasn't he? 
just just remind us of what Torres has come through to survive to even get to this election. First, early in the year, he was impeached by the House of Representatives, but he was absolved by the Senate because he had allies in the Senate, so they didn't proceed with the impeachment. He was impeached, but they didn't find him guilty, so he got scot-free. And then there's some allegations of corruption at the House of Representatives and also FBI investigations, not only him, but those associates with him uh, with regards to, to use of funds and also um, investigations into uh, first-class travel. But uh, at least he won the election, but he didn't get the majority. So here we are. There are some rumblings about trying to amend the Constitution and get away, take away the runoff election. But uh, at least in this election, they still have it. So he has to square off with his former trusted ally in Palacios for the chief executive position of the land, of the yeah. island. In- interesting times. Now, uh, apart from the politics, what are some of the election issues for the people? Well, clearly it shows that there is a wave of independent part- candidates who won. So they probably they actually won because there's some disgruntlement with transparency in the government, which both Palacios and Tino Sablan were questioning with regards to Torres's uh, expenditure of ARPA funds, which are federal funds supposed to be to help with the COVID situation in the island. So there's a lack of transparency that a lot of people want our leaders to shed light on. And also, I think the return to serving the people, basically, and that's that's one of the hallmarks of the opposition's platform against uh, against Torres because he because there's this uh, idea that Torres has been living a lavish lifestyle uh, with regards to like because of the investigations that he's, he hasn't been paying allegations of hasn't been paying uh, exorbitant power uh, bill and then uh, using uh, uh, police boats to go to trips to the northern islands and first class travel and whatnot so you know there, there's there's like an issue of accountability and I think that's what the Pelasius has been championing with Palacios, given that he's coming from Torres's camp, would 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 um would CDMI be getting really be getting anything new with Palacios if he became governor? Uh, actually, although we have Republicans, Democrats, there's not much distinction of distinction about the two. And the CDMI, unlike the states where Republicans tend to sway with conservative values, and the Repub- and the Democrats are more liberal, right? So. I don't think there's much difference. What Palacios probably has is some dirt and mud that could that he could sling into the Torres camp. And you know, this two weeks before the runoff has been really going to be interesting because both candidates will be swinging for the fences when it comes to accusing the other of of not being fit to govern. And um, one thing that's uh, in Palacios' uh, camp is uh, that's that's an advantage to him is he will be getting the support of the Democratic Party. And Torres didn't even have a chance to wine and dine, so to speak, Tina Sablan, because Tina Sablan and uh, Torres are, they are like better enemies when it comes to the politics. So not even a chance of uh, trying to sway the other to support the government.